life-changing I understand the depression. I understand the feeling of wanting to commit suicide, the feeling that you're not worthy enough, that you're not good enough, that you're not powerful enough. Who am I? And I want to ask, who are you not to be amazing? He's known as the human hitmaker for his ability to see people's untapped potential. As the CEO of JG Entertainment, he spent the past two decades coaching, branding, and launching some of the biggest young rock stars in the entertainment industry, as well as creating rock star brands for top influencers and entrepreneurs. Jonathan George, my guest on Self Talk Radio Show. Brought to you by... Pure Energy Apothecary, people and planet-friendly skincare. Find them at Bed Bath & Beyond or online at pureenergybody.com. Hi, Jonathan. Hey, thank you, Sarah. It's good to be here with you and your listeners. Yeah, I'm so eager to hear your story. How did, how did everything begin? Have you always been a performer? Well, you know, my dad is a a minister and so everyone in my family are singers everybody i mean my grandma has four albums uh, or five albums uh aunts and uncles everybody's musician singers so i could really out literally came out of the womb singing you know i mean <laughs> spending my life in church and uh so yeah i was always a singer and i moved to los angeles in 2000 and i ended up on a show called next big star with ed mcmahon and the I, I, I was the grand champion winner on there. You know, that comes along when you get stuff like that. You get record deals start coming at you or whatever. So I had a record deal on the table and my management. Well, what was crazy is, is that they they Googled my name. The record label did. And they found out that I was gay. And so all of a sudden, my whole life, all of my dreams that, you know, I was at this pinnacle of my life and it all just caved in. And they took the contract away. My management tried to get me married. They tried to change the music that I, I was singing. Huh. They tried to change the way I dressed. I mean, they try, truly tried to change everything about me. And all I could hear was, you're not good enough. Hmm. And, and it's really crazy because I, 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 sit, I was sitting there in my room and I was just tears rolling down my eyes. And I was thinking about my life and, and what I was going to do. And it, really I started kind of thinking back and I, and I was thinking about as a kid I mean I was relentlessly bullied for being a creative type and teased and called names I didn't even know what they meant and um, thank God I'm a rebellious little spirit because I'm gonna stand up you know <laughs> so yeah I, I didn't you know I, I never caved into the bullying and I also had an amazing tribe of people who took up for me but I didn't know what all those things meant all I heard was you're not good enough and then you know my dad being a Pentecostal pastor I wouldn't trade my my upbringing for anything i my dad is my my hero and my family is truly amazing but there was a lot of spiritual abuse that happened mm. and you know you're t i was told i couldn't go to heaven and it was wasn't done out of control i, I don't want to you know put my parents down it was done out of love and and because true concern of how they believed but i was told that i could never go to heaven that i could never reach my uh be blessed i could never live you know my life of purpose and you know my dad always thought i was going to be a minister and i was always like dad i could be a minister to the world dad come on <laughs> you know and and so and here i am you know all these years later that that's exactly what I am. And so here I am sitting with this whole situation of do I get married so that I can cover up who I am to move forward in life? And I just was like, I'm not doing it. If I can't live truly who I am and be the person that God made me to be, I'm not going to do I'm not going to I'm not going to live a life of lying. 
I said, you know what? I'm going to become the kind of coach that I so badly need in my own life. I need somebody who's going to help me rock the person that I am rather than rock, try to change me and make me different from who I am. You know, my story may not be like yours, but one thing that we all have in common is that we feel like we're not good enough. Mm. We don't have the confidence to go after our dreams. We don't have the confidence to go after our passions. We don't think we're worthy of it. And that was... 20, it was 19 years ago when that took place. And I started, you know, I've been coaching singers and, you know, 25, oh, nearly 30 years. I, I, I know I looked, I, look, I don't look that old, but I'm, I'm older. <laughs> I was going to um, say, you know, would you start at 12? <laughs> yes, yeah, right. I started at seven years old. No, but it, it's like, um, it, I literally was just like, I am going to help people fulfill what's in their heart. And I'm going to help them be exactly who they are in that great in their greatness it is amazing to see what happened in people's lives it was immediate like these kids were already getting booked on disney and nickelodeon and because i started out with kids you know Mm because i knew that area so well man i've been working with millennials since they were seven you know i it's i was just like oh my god i've got something here yeah i guess you do have something there getting kids on disney and nickelodeon successfully how did that translate over to other business models I just, you know, did a, a workshop for Arthur Murray Dance Studios with all of their studio owners, their uh, elite team members, their executives to help them understand about helping their teams walk in their power. So because they're all like, man, we're, we have a really hard time keeping people. We have a hard time, um, you know, with our numbers and all this stuff. And I was like, this is so easy. You're not you're not you're not putting your people you're not pulling out the best in them because if you're pulling out the best in them, you've got superstars walking everywhere. So I'm all about creating people to be superstars in life. So how did you make the transition from working with kids in the music industry to working more with CEOs and corporations? How did that evolve? Well, it's really crazy is that with singers, everybody thinks it's about the, you know, the music or it's the acting or it's the dancing. That's all skill sets. But everything is mindset. I mean, the reason why my kids do did so well and they are still doing so well and is because of the mindset training that we have to do. It is the work ethic that has to be put into place. It is tapping into someone's really is these what, what, what I call it is your uh, superpowers. Mm. You know, I mean, we look at talent. We think of talent as, uh, you know, Beyonce being able to sing. We're looking at Garth Brooks, who's my favorite all time singer is is, you know, we, we look at people, uh, Michael Jordan, we look at those things as talent. Those are skill sets that people have developed. Yeah, they might have had a God-given talent just naturally, but they built those skill sets. But what makes somebody be amazing is their, uh, their core strengths. You know, our core is our stomach. And if you know anything about working out, you have to build up your core because it holds everything else in your body. So your core strengths, which I call your superpowers, are the things that make you extraordinary, like J-Lo. You know, I love J-Lo. I'm a huge J-Lo fan. But singing wise, I mean, she's not she's not an extraordinary singer, but doesn't really matter. She puts out great music. Um, You know, she's an actor. She's I mean, an entrepreneur. You know, she does everything. But what makes her so spectacular is her creativity and her persistence. She shows up. She's brave. These are things that you it's hard to teach people. It's like things that you're born with. Right. And, and a work ethic. 
You know, like you say, success is really 20 percent is talent and the rest of it is, you know, the tenacity to stick with it, especially in the entertainment industry. Yes. And so what I learned was that this is this is everybody. This doesn't matter what I'm doing, what when my entrepreneurship, if I'm starting a business over here because I'm an entrepreneur at heart, my parents are entrepreneurs. And so I just have always been an entrepreneur, um, even in, you know, just even with the music side, building new programs and building new things, you know, all these people, everybody's got these online courses and stuff. And I was like, man, I've been doing this stuff for years, <laughs> you know, in the music side as an entrepreneur. Was there a turning point for you where you started going from I'm not enough to I'm more than enough? What what happened? What was that catalyst that propelled you to where you are now? I was, I just was, I I went to Bali three and a half years ago and this is when my life changed. And I, I, where I am now is because of three and a half years ago, I was dried up. I was used up. I knew I had something else coming. I could feel, you know, it's like dogs who dogs and animals can feel like when something's about to happen, I knew something was coming. I knew something was happening. I didn't know what it was. And a friend of mine posted, she was like, come to me in Bali, Bali to my mastermind. And I was just like, she's like, I've changed my life. I'm going to help you change your life. And I was like, what are you doing? What's going on? I went to that retreat and I literally sat there and she was having me do things that I do with my clients. And I was like, I just paid $10,000 to do this. I was really mad. I was like, I can't right? believe it. I was like, I was like, are you kidding me? Well, I started doing the work and two hours into that sucker, she asked a question. And I mean, it was like the floodgates broke. I literally was bawling, like, you know, snot running out of my nose. It was ugly crying. <laughs> and I was sitting here with some powerful, powerful women. I was the only guy out of this room of, of women that were there. And and I was just like, oh, my God, John, pull yourself together. This is this is embarrassing, you know, but I let it go. And it was like I, it was like this whole new wave of life force came into me. It was like a rebirthing. What was um, the question she asked you? She said, well, there was a series of questions that were that were asked and, and, you know, it's like, what's your strength? What is your you know, what would five years look from now? Like all these different things, like what is your true passion and understanding your purpose? And, you know, and and so I'm writing all these things out and she goes, what can you do differently to step into your power? And I said to give in 100 percent to my calling. And I know that my calling is people and helping people to change their life. Like it's, it's my, it's, it doesn't matter who it is. I'm helping them. And, and I literally, I mean, God, I'm just like got tears running down my eyes thinking about this right now is that when I said that I gave in and that, and it was just like, I, I spoke it out loud for the first time. And, you know, here I am pushing everybody. I'm like, you need to be in classes. You got to be in coachings. You got to have this. You got to have that. Yet I didn't do it for myself. And it's kind of embarrassing and shameful, actually, that I didn't do this for myself so many years ago. Um, but it, it's, it was life changing. And so I but what was crazy is that out of all those women, 95 percent of the people in there, including my friend who owns the mastermind, asked me if I would do their personal branding. And, you know, 
personal branding, everybody thinks of branding and starts thinking about your colors and all this stuff. No, I dive deep into the human soul on branding of who you are, what you're offering, um, how you're going to go about this kind of thing. And, and, you know, of course, I built star brands for people. You know, I've been doing it for entrepreneurs. I mean, for uh, influencers uh, on social media since MySpace days. And, you know, my people have like, you know, one million plus followers and so it's building brands and it's knowing how to show up in the world exactly as who you are mm. and being authentically you and I know it's it so that's how I got into this and it has been non-stop since then Jonathan George is my guest he's known as the human hitmaker and when we come back we're going to learn how to get unshakable confidence in just three steps when we come back on self-talk radio show Thinking of having your own podcast? Maybe you need a business website? Go to webhelpus.com and they can set you up with a website for as low as $399 for $24.95 a month. Very affordable. In fact, they're responsible for the website for Self Talk Radio Show. Visit webhelpus.com. Wow, I know, you know, when you go to an event like that, it can really be life changing, or you can go to the event and say, God, I could have taught this. Yes, and that's probably that's really the reason why I didn't go to like, have coaches and stuff because every time yeah. I'm in a coaching session, I'm always coaching the other person. Yeah, you know what I mean. Me too. Asking me all the questions, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm paying you, mm-hmm. and so you know that's and and when I've got a fa- I've got a father who is truly uh, on the spiritual sense and just on wisdom. My father is one of the most brilliant teachers, and I mean he read Think and Grow Rich as a kid. He listened to Tony Robbins, and and he was also you know, a Bible guy. So his wisdom and his his knowledge and, and entrepreneurship, I mean, he's just such a wise human soul. So my dad has just always been that for me. I mean, I call him with any question. He's like, you got to think about this sign. You, got, you know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, I mean, so I just didn't really feel like I ever needed to, to do something like that. But um, it, it's truly, truly powerful. And what is crazy is that this year, last year, I, I was like, you know, I want to get some more tools. I want to get some more tools so I can help people faster and quicker. And and I want people to answer their own questions without me having to give them the answers, you know. And so I went and got took an NLP course and I got my master's practitioner's license and, you know, uh, NLP, life coaching. Um, I, I had like there was like four different things that I got in that whole session and it broke me open. But what was crazy is that. I had fears that I didn't even know that were there. I knew something was holding me back from my my greatness. And it was amazing that sitting in that workshop and in that training that I I was, she was like, does anybody want to have something that, you know, I can shoot using an example to the class. And, you know, I wrote on my thing, like, I have a fear of success. I have a fear of, of being successful because of the judgment. But I didn't know where that came from, but I wanted to know where that came from. And she cracked me open and she took me back to, you know, being a kid where, you know, it was my first. My uncle told me he didn't like me. He pulled me in. He's a pastor of a church and he a huge church. And he pulled me in his office and he's like, you know, I just don't like you. I've never Need had anybody tell me habits, they didn't like me. You know what I mean? I was like, wow, I'm like a nice a guy. Check out but he, this guy's supposed to be my spiritual advisor, my person who is, you know, that I look to as a godly man, and yet he tells me that he doesn't like me and that he's never liked me. And I and it was, you know, it came down to the whole thing about being gay. And and it was just that was where I think 
it, it really stuck with me. And then all of the judgment in my life. I, I, and so I was so scared of being judged. And when I found out where that came from, I was able to instantly forgive and move past that fear and to step into my full power. And I mean, I am just like, I mean, I feel like there are no weights on me any longer. You know what I mean? It's just like, I feel like I'm just lifting up higher and higher into my purpose and into my calling. And so I want people to feel that weightless. I want them to feel that powerful. I certainly can feel it in or hear it in your voice. It's it just reverberates. It sounds like that was an amazing aha moment for you. Now, oh. how do you turn now? I, I wanted to ask you about you being gay. How has that affected your relationship with your father? Because you're really close to him. That must be so uh, complex be, because of his belief system. Well, how does you that know, affect in, you? In, in all of this, I have had to be. You know, when I'm stepping into speaking and I started speaking full time, I, I, you know, my coaches were like, you have to share your story. And if you don't share your story, you're not going to be able to really connect with an audience because I was just telling my story of how I coach people and their stories. And I didn't tell my story of where I came from and why, who I am. And I was just like, because I didn't want to get into it. I didn't want to talk about and and dehumanize my family because they're amazing people full of love. Right. And, and so I, I, I did this last year. I was like, dad, I just want you to know that I'm going to talk about the spiritual abuse. And he's like, I did not spiritually abuse you. I was like, I know, I mean, and anybody who's had a church upbringing that's knows the spiritual abuse of church. I mean, I don't care who you are. You felt it on some level. And I, and it was amazing when I started sharing this story. It broke my heart, my dad's heart. Like he cried and I mean, he was so upset and depressed because he thought he had done something. And I was like, it wasn't done out of hate. It was our control. It was done because he truly believes so. He truly believes, I mean, there's nothing he wants more for me is for me to go to heaven. And and I mean, that's love, Yeah. you know? And so I, I, so I, I can be forgiving of things that happened because uh, I, I have understanding of where he's coming from because I, I want the best for people. I don't care who you are. I want the best for you. I love your heart. I love your soul. You're important to this earth. And so I, I get the I get what he's saying. Um, and so we have an amazing relationship, always have, but he still believes that my soul, uh, he's scared for my soul. He's scared for me to perish, you know, and, um, and I'm always like, dad, just keep praying. Just keep praying for me, you know, and, uh, but I love that man so much. And it sounds like he's been an incredible rock for you. And that must be difficult for both of you because you both have belief systems that are slightly different in in ways that, you know, I, I don't think I don't think being gay is a flaw by any stretch of the imagination. However, you've had to grow with that your entire life. And oh, yeah. you and you have finally embraced yourself. And what an incredible role model you are for people who have struggled with the same thing. Well, and, and, you know, it's really crazy is because I, I didn't want to talk about being gay. I, I felt like I've always it's always been about being gay for me. And so I, I was like, I just want to I just want to be the guy. I just want to be the guy. I don't want to be the gay guy, you know, mm. but I had to start telling that story and tell people about it. So people understand that because people look at me and they're like, you're just you know, you're strong. You know, it's like uh, they look at me as like a warrior type situation. And it's because I've had to become that. And I just never shared my story of how I even got there. 
And so when people understand, they're like, oh, wow. Yeah. I, mean, I went through some day. I mean, I know what it feels to want to commit suicide. I know because I, I, because I felt like I was letting my whole family down. I felt like I was not worthy enough to go to heaven. Why, what's the purpose of living if I cannot go to heaven? Um, you know, there was so much mind stuff that I had to work through and change. And and it, it was truly, oh, my God, I'm going to get emotional thinking about this. Um is that it was so powerful to come through that. I know. So I, I understand. I didn't matter where you're coming from, what you're living in your life. I understand the depression. I understand the feeling of wanting to commit suicide, the feeling that you're not worthy enough, that you're not good enough, that you're not powerful enough. Who am I? And I want to ask, who are you not to be amazing? Wow. You give me chills there. You talk about unleash the rock star. Can you tell me more about that? And so, you know, you were asking about Unleash Your Rockstar and, and, and this whole my movement that I have in building unshakable confidence in people. Um, so, I, I mean, we can talk about that. I, I'm going to get too emotional talking about the other stuff. Of <laughs> you know, course, like, of course. Um, I, I uh, think what you've said is incredibly powerful. You you had to come from you perceive a, a perception that wasn't accurate for you of a flaw and you've turned it into the most powerful part of yourself. It's your strength. And, yeah. you know, and now you're teaching people how to become <laughs> your, your phrase. I love how you become flossom. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it's one of the things about when I, everybody always wants to know, how do I create unshakable confidence? Now, I just want to be real clear is like there's there's different parts of my business. I create star brands for entrepreneurs. Uh, solopreneurs, it, helping people really step into their power and to get authority in their space. Um, but the other part of it is, you know, in that training and in that work is to build unshakable confidence. And the first thing that you've got to do when you are building unshakable confidence is that you have to have a new understanding of your talents and how to creatively use those talents. And I'm not talking about, again, not skill sets. I'm talking about your core uh, strengths, right? Your superpowers. And so understanding how to go and use those. But the second thing that you've got to do is evolve your flaws and your strengths while still being flossom. You've got to be able to understand who you are. Now, there are different kinds of flaws. You know, there are certain flaws like you can buy a pair of the most expensive shoes. You're like, yeah, I'm going to go buy these Chanel shoes. I'm going to drop, you know, $2,000 on them. And uh, you can wear them out, and if that thing rubs a hole in your toe, I don't care how much you paid for those shoes, you're not going to continue to wear them. You'll take a picture for, for Instagram, and, and then you're going to put them in, back in your closet. Right. Um, there are just some flaws that are going to hold you back, and that's addictions. That is the negativity or things that just are really self-destructive that can really hold you back. But most people have flaws that, you know, things that you're, whether it's skill set flaws, whether it's personality flaws, those things can hold, they can hold you back unless you go, like Demi Lovato, for instance. We all know who Demi Lovato is. And the reason why we love Demi Lovato so much is that she shares her flaws. She says, hey, I've got this addiction. I've got a struggle with addiction and I struggle with with my weight and 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 um, have, you know, body issues the depression, the anxiety, she cuts herself. She shares those things. And what it does is it makes us fall in love with her more. It also disempowers the media, the people around her, the haters, and she just takes the ownership of that thing. So, you know, when I work going to uh, like 
you know, going into Nike or something like that, um, going into a bigger brand and working with teams, the leaders have to understand that if you can pinpoint and just say, hey, this is an area where I, I am weak in. This is an area that I'm not strong in. What that does is that makes your team fall in love with you because you're being vulnerable and you're being honest mm -hmm. rather than you trying to cover it up and mask it and you're making everybody on the team hate you. You know what I mean? Because you're like, if you've ever worked with somebody who is trying to mask their flaws, you don't like them. You don't trust them. It irritates you. But if they say, hey, I'm really weak in this area, who on the team can take this? Take this. That makes everybody love you and it also allows your team members to get up and be able to step up to the plate and show their strengths and be able to do something in their power. And it just it, it, that that way you have flaws, but you're still being awesome. You know, Tyra Banks is where I got this term as being flossome. She's like, my forehead's too big. My butt's too big. You know, and she's like, you have to learn how to use your 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 strengths and be flossome. Two simple things you can implement right now to build your confidence. Right now, um, I, I have a free download on my website, jonathangeorge.com, that you, I'm telling you, this will change your life, is go on there. I, I've got the, I've got a PDF. It's like a little blueprint on how to find your core strengths, your superpowers. And that is going to help you really change your mindset about yourself because it doesn't matter where you are weak. If you will show up in your strengths and your superpowers, and if you concentrate on those superpowers, you will be able to conquer whatever it is that you're going after. The second thing is core values. I truly find that core values, I don't know if you've ever done a core values test on yourself or if you built a core values for talk radio or, or self-talk radio or if you've done any of that work, but core values truly set you up to know how to walk through life. Um, you know, businesses now are, are AI, artificial intelligence is going to be going after people's core values, right? like the, how they what they believe in to help you set to set you up with the right companies. You know, millennials, they go after companies, they purchase from companies that have core values set in place. And if they match that millennial, that millennial will go after that buying, you know, go after that the company and spend money. But if you do not match their core values, they will not spend money with you. So as a human in your life, in your personal life, if you will set up core values for yourself, you will know how to engage and come in, in your relationships, whether that's friendships, uh, finding a spouse or a mate, um, your families, the tribe that you set around yourself, the people that you work with, your business relationships. It allows you to say yes or no to things. When you have your core values and like mine is spirituality, love, gratitude, tribe, and integrity. Those five things are my core values. And if you don't fit, if you don't match 80% of that, I'm not going to spend very much time with you or spend time in that space hmm. because I have to have these things in order for myself to be the happiest human that I can be. So these core values may keep you, keep you sane and keep you really healthy. And it changes, uh, it really, it, it makes you walk much more confidently in life. And so I've got both of those downloads on my website. They're free. Um, so you can check those out. But those are two very powerful things that you can do right now.
Thank you so much. Jonathan George has been my guest, known as the human hitmaker. We'll, of course, have links to his website on selftalkradioshow.com. Jonathan, thank you. What a powerful mission you're on with Unleash Your Rockstar Movement. I love what you're doing. Thank you so much. And I just want to leave this with you and and the listeners. Anybody that's listening, I, I want you to think, if you're sitting there going, I don't know, I don't know. If you are not walking in your power, if you're not walking in your greatness, you're not only doing yourself a disservice, but you're also robbing me of my blessings. You're robbing everyone around you of their blessings. You were born to walk in your power. You're born to walk in your strength. And we need you. We need to raise the vibrational level all, all around us. And Because if you're walking, if you're raising your vibrational level, it forces the people around you to raise their vibrational level as well. So I just want to say, go be the rock star that you were born to be, baby, because we need you. <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much. Jonathan George, my guest on Self Talk Radio Show. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's great. If you're a fan of Self Talk Radio Show, head out to our Facebook page, take a picture of yourself listening to the show, and you could win yourself a $25 gift card courtesy of Pure Energy Apothecary or one of our guests or sponsors. Thank you so much for listening to Self Talk Radio Show, Mind Changing Radio, where you can find it on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and of course at selftalkradioshow.com.